Hi, it's me, Dave Coulier, and uh, my good friend, Bullwinkle. That's right, I'm a moose. <laughs> wow, that is so professional. And you're listening to NWCZ Radio. Coming to you from the Man Cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone. <laughs> everybody welcome to the northwest convergence zone show yeah. big d here with you and vaxi and the gimma and double d and of course wonder boy uh soloing it back there that's it He's doing everything squeeze not including in taking a nap the house <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> must be an easy job for doing it with a nap pants squeeze not here this week we miss those guys a wall we have an amazing show lined up for you today. You know what? And Fun you know, show. it's kind of it's interesting. Not one single musical guest this week. Mm. None. None. Son. We thought we'd take a little break because we're. I mean, the next couple few weeks we are just stacked wall to wall with bands. Craig isn't a musical artist, but he's kind of a musical. No, we talk. Guest. We talk music, yeah. but we didn't have a band in here. Yeah. You know, so actually, Greg's a pretty. Good music. He actually is yeah. Greg yeah. Roth from as Seattle Music yeah. Insider. We'll be talking to him in hour number two. Bam. But uh, welcome along, everybody. Welcome to the program. It's good to have you along every Sunday night, 9 to 11, on NWCZ Radio. And, and on can, podcast. Yes, on nwconvergencezone.com, or just go onto our pages on Facebook. We post it all. You can just click and listen. Uh, we're all over, man. iTunes, name it. Everything. Everything. Media, us. Mars. <laughs> they're listening, too. We. So, a uh, big weekend around the sound. Uh, St. Patty's Day, obviously, was on Saturday and a lot of stuff going on. But before that happened, Friday night, our own Double D was uh, down at the Tacoma Dome yeah. for a major event. <laughs> big event. Big doings going on at the T-Dome. Uh, what was that, Double D? It was the Nuclear Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so explain to us what the, the Nuclear Cowboys. What is that deal? Is, is that well, the I, is that a latest band out? What's going on over yeah, there? What I thought it was going to be was a really cool motorcycle show with some music playing. Yeah, what that it turned did, out to be. It turned out to be okay music, great motorcycles. And basically pole dancers. Yeah. yeah. So there were a lot of people there that enjoyed it. <laughs> including <laughs> including his son and daughter. Right. Yeah, I know. One on each side of me. Nice. <laughs> uh, were they all in the real world of Tacoma. Were they Onward. shaking it? I think so. But You think? You <laughs> me? I saw the pictures you posted. Nice. You weren't supposed to see those. I well, you shouldn't have. In that drunken state, put him up on Facebook. <laughs> I'm gonna post everything tonight. That I don't uh, care. Double was, you need Jesus during the. I uh, really do. <laughs> during the, uh, you know, afterwards, you know how they always have the autograph lines. Yeah. yeah they had the motocross guys, and then they had the pole you know dancers. the pole dancers, and he was motorboat. And then the <laughs> 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 he was actually in a line offering up autographs. <laughs> yeah, but then I walked down 
Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So, uh, so that was that was all exciting and everything, but there was actually other stuff going on. Uh, St. Patty's Day, like I said, Saturday, a lot of big parties all over the place. Here in Tacoma, there was only one spot, man, one place to be, and that was Doyle's yep. in downtown. I beat you all there. And yeah, we we kind of did a uh, we kind of did a passing of the guard thing. You were we there. Did. Tell us about the er- Gimmer goes down early because he didn't have to pay cover. Four o'clock. That's right. That's correct. So and that's smart. That's a good thing. I was actually there about three thirty-seven. And you got to see the early band. So tell us who was and sixteen what was, seconds. Oh, was I can't on the bill. tell you who was early, but like, you don't remember uh, it. A band called Bulldog something. Uh, <laughs> Mighty High that played. I they love were those fantastic. guys. Yeah. And no, the thing was there was several hundred people there when oh, I showed up, dude. Man. And I know it only got bigger, but you can only pack that many people in that huge tent right and And when i was divided tent even when i was in there boom i mean it was just packed to the wall the wall and that was early so we went next door had a couple you know cheaper brews thank you Herman. (laughs) thank you doyles too they're throwing a great bag it's a huge party i mean you know it's kind of spendy you know sometimes 10 bucks to get in so six dollar beers uh that's that's why i got there at 337 it was yeah. free if, and I got a I, wristband so I got a wristband night, too you know, but I had to pay for mine and I know I, know. <laughs> I bet you didn't get the lanyard to go back and get a free drink no I didn't I got one I went later <laughs> I showed up <laughs> I showed up about eh, 7.30ish or whatever Ben yeah. Union was on stage yeah. and uh, they have a brand new a brand I was new, still there brand Band new bass team. player and they were rocking some cover tunes which was interesting I had not seen that yeah. before they got done, and Sweet Kiss Mama hit the stage. And you're right about the – it was so packed. Yeah. And it was just – and the night was just hitting its, like, you know, that 10 o'clock ramp-up part. Yep. And, wow, man, a lot of booze flowing, a lot of crazy cats rolling around. Sweet Kiss Mama was really good, although they had Jeff's vocals down a bit. It was it – that was a, it was a struggle to hear him. Um, but it like it, and there were people in front of the stage. There were people digging it, but for the most part, it was just background music to just the revelry. A din of people just. It was nuts. <laughs> I've never seen Doyle's, you know, because most of the year, the, the you know Doyle's is 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 a nice spot. It's a good pub. A lot of people go there to watch soccer and stuff. Yep. Um, but this was out of control. This was there were you know, cops were hanging out outside and. Uh, crowd controlling it. I mean, the line was down the block to get in. Oh yeah, and uh, saw a lot of people we knew. It was a good time. I didn't make it out for St. Patty's. I was a zombie already. I know, <laughs> poor Boxy. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I had a good night Friday though. You, CC. I was going to ask you about that. Amazing, and you know, this was at getting, uh, Jazz Bone. Yeah, getting to good open crowd for her. Awesome crowd. crowd. The main floor sold out with reservations, so the general admission was upstairs only. And nice. Um, but she, of course, is awesome and amazing. So it was an honor to open. And then she pulled me up on stage. We rocked out some Janice together and yes. and uh, a couple tunes, actually. Mm. And then Lucy Hammond out of Oregon drove nice. up to the show, too. And she jumped on stage, too. So that was pretty cool. That's quite and, a treat right there. Damn. Yeah, so. Speaking of a treat, our first guest. This is amazing. You know, every now and then, uh, people will always ask me, oh, who have you had on your show? You know, And, I, and we do primarily... And on purpose, deal with local bands and local talent and so forth. Right. We got connections, though, man. I mean, every now and then we have to pull out yeah. our power. Pull out a big dog. Pull out a big dog. And this is certainly one of them. Coming to Tacoma on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Uncle Joey. 
from Full House. <laughs> Dave Coulier, I'm sure he's sick and tired of that because he's done so much more. He's like a voice, uh, voiceover king, cartoon, a cartoon, cartoon, cartoon icon character. now. Right, but he's not, tons of cartoons. It, but it's still, it's not a name where it's like instantly you think of who it is. So the Full House thing just brings it home. Bam, ah, right okay. there. You know who he is. I know who he does. Well, he does stand up, and like I said, he's coming to Tacoma, Tacoma Comedy Club, Thursday at eight o'clock, and then Friday and Saturday, eight and ten. Now the Friday and Saturday eight o'clock shows, last I heard, pretty much sold out. So get your ten o'clock tickets and or be there on Thursday, which is yeah. I think when we're all going. Bam! So you can go meet him and hang with us. NWCZ night. That's right. Uh, before we go into the interview, we had a good time chatting with him. He's a really nice guy. Let's play a little clip of some of his stand-up. Dave Coulier. My son uh, wants to be a pilot, and then uh, we looked at his report card. <laughs> I don't know where the disconnect comes with him from semester to semester, you know. I was going over his report card with him. Last semester, we're looking, I'm sitting there with him, going over it grade by grade, class by class. I'm like, hey, way to go. You got an A in Spanish. And then I look down, I'm like, you got a D in English. <laughs> I said, do you realize you just got an A in Spanish and a D in your native language? And he just looked at me and went, See, si, senor. Oh. And I never did this when I was a kid. I don't know where he's getting this from, but he just walks around with his hands stapled onto the front of his pants. And I'm like, what are you doing there? He's like, what? I'm like, stop it with your hand. right? I'm like the wiener sheriff around my house. I, I, I'm not kidding. I turn into that foghorn leghorn character. I'm like, hold on there, boy. Let go of your thing there, son. I say, I say, if you let go, it's not going to drop off there, boy. All right, everybody, on the line with us is a very cool cat. And, uh, you know, we've already introduced him. We've, we've told you what he's been on and everything. But the, the coolest part about this whole thing is that he's coming to Tacoma. Yep. And on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, he'll be at the Tacoma Comedy Club. And our good friends down there are bringing Dave Coulier who has probably the coolest name around. I mean, cool, yay, being your last name, thats you're aut automatically cool. Cool. And uh, he's, on uh, the, <laughs> he's on the line with us. Dave, how's it going, man? I'm good. I'm good. I, I, uh, I have that name that people love to mispronounce. Did I mispronounce it? No, I'm just saying, but yeah, well, you, when you, you nailed it. When you look, right, well, that you know why? Because uh, a lot like you, you know, half your family I know is from Canada, and I'm married to a Canadian, eh? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, sure. so that's a little Good bit people. of that. It's a little bit of that French Canadian spelling going on yeah. there. I would have just said yeah. cooler, Dave Cooler. Yeah, he, he could be cooler. <laughs> well, You'd hear a dial tone. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's that cooler is uh, cooler is actually my nickname. It's been my nickname since I was a kid because uh, I think people just got tired of saying cool, yay, so yeah. they just. Something cooler. Nice. That's something we did not yeah. know. Did not know about you. Uh, I want to. I want to talk to you uh, first about your comedy that's coming up, and then we're, then we're going to go back into you know a lot of the things that you've done because people know you from uh, well, of course, Full House, but a lot of voiceovers that you've done. And uh, I I love Robot Chicken, and I also watched the Bob and Doug McKenzie animated series, and I did not know you were on that. But we're going to talk about that. But first, let's talk about um, your the what you have going on now with your stand up and everything. And I, unlike your counter your your co host Bob Saget, who shocked everybody when he hit the stand up 
uh, circuit with just like <laughs> we were all just like <laughs> brain froze with what he was throwing out. You've gone a completely different route. You're very clean, aren't you? Yeah, unlike my uh, unlike Bob, my filthy <laughs> Jewish sister, because I, <laughs> I like to refer to him as. See, Bob and I were friends way before Full House, and we met as stand-ups many years before Full House. And uh, I think I was only 18 years old when I met Bob in Detroit. And so we've always been on, you know, two different, you know, paths with our stand-ups, certainly. But then we end up on Full House together, and, and uh, you know, we're, we're on a very G-rated family sitcom. And then, you know, Bob decides... Well, he doesn't really decide. He just goes out and, and continues what he was doing before Full House, which is who he is, you right. know. And I, I give him a lot of credit for, you know, being Danny Tanner and then going out and, you know, saying he's going to do nasty things to Kimmy Gibbler. And his <laughs> ass, you know? uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah. He, I mean, I had heard his routine before um, Full House, and but I thought, oh, you know, maybe that was just what he did uh and but when when he, after america's you know funniest home videos and full house and that's how america kind of got to know him and then it just shocked everybody but i but i i highly respect what you do because actually uh we have had a lot of comedians on here and i think actually because comedy is a brutal art it really is it, it's, it's it is a tough tough way to go as an entertainer and to to do it clean i think takes more work don't you well, I've never really veered from that, you know, so I don't so I don't have to sit there and make that choice all the time of is this going to be clean or dirty and you know, I just uh, Jay Leno once said to me many many years ago when I first moved to Los Angeles from Detroit, he said, you know, he said, "Yo, yeah, cool, yeah, if you uh, if you work clean, you'll work anywhere." And <laughs> I never forgot that. And I was already working clean and it and so I, uh, you know, I, I don't have to make a, a conscious choice to write a clean joke. It's just, to me, um, I guess funny is funny, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, you know, because a lot of the comedians, uh, you know, who rely heavily on, like, well, say the F-bomb or whatever, um, it seems like that becomes their their punch. And, you know, the joke might be semi-funny but then they throw in a couple of swear words and it's almost uncomfortable so people laugh but it can only go so far and like you said funny is funny and if you're just observational which is uh, is what your humor seems to be about observing your family and and you know interaction you have with your kids and so forth uh those are just funny moments in general that we can all relate to yeah very true and and i'm not a prude you know i i've been an athlete i I play ice hockey every week, so when I'm in the, you know, when I'm in the locker room with the guys, there's a time and a place, you know. But my stand-up is just, uh, it, you know, I don't have the Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Sam Kennison kind of visceral um, life, you know. But when those guys used those words, it was it was coming from a real place, and now it just seems to be so gratuitous. You know, I was I was talking to somebody the other day and. Jim Gaffigan and Brian Regan are both squeaky clean comedians. Right. And they're probably the two, I think the biggest sellers out touring right now are, are Jim Gaffigan and Brian Regan. And their shows, I mean, uh, are hysterical, hysterically funny stuff, you know. And um, I just say to people, I say, hey, you know, those guys are completely clean and they're selling out five to 7,500 seat theaters. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Now, you are in the process of putting together uh, like an hour-long special. Is that, what, is, is that why you're on the road? You're working out your material to get an hour together? Yeah, it's one of those things where if you want to write a new hour, you've got to get out there and perform it. And, you know, <laughs> I can't just sit home and go, you know, okay, this hour's done. I think it's, it's ready to go. <laughs> They're going to love it. Yeah. So, so you have to be out there, and uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm having more fun with my stand-up than I've ever had because I started as a stand-up, and then I got involved in television with, with Full House and cartoon voiceovers and hosting television shows, and I really, I really didn't have time to go out and work on stand-up, and so now I have this luxury of time to where... I can actually sit down and write and, and perform the stand-up and, and try new things, and it's, uh, I, 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 just, I just love it. So I'm looking forward uh, to this weekend up in Tacoma. Yeah, lucky for us, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Uh, Thursday is an 8 o'clock show, and both Friday and Saturday there's an 8 and 10 o'clock show. And uh, when we're done with the interview, we'll tell everybody uh, more about that. We'll hype it real are, good. Yeah, we're going to get everybody there. Any of these shows are all ages? Uh, no, uh, the eight o'clocks I believe are 17 and up and then the 10 o'clocks are 21 and up. Uh Um, but talk to Adam, he, you know, (laughs) I know all the kids want to come in and see uncle Joey. That's what's going on. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I, you know, and I have to spell out to people, it's, you know, when they do come to see me, it's not an episode of Full House. <laughs> right, right. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah. Hey, where's Stamos? You know. Get him out here. What's the deal? I paid all the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it is the... It is the 900-pound gorilla in the room, and, and people who are Full House fans kind of expect that I'm going to talk a little bit about Full House. And if I don't, people always, I'll either get tweeted the next day or somebody on <laughs> Facebook will say, hey, you didn't, you didn't even talk about Full House. So, so I try to do a few little bits about it and talk about it, and it just, it just kind of um, you know, puts it all back into perspective. But it's really... As you mentioned earlier, it's kind of my observations. It's it's uh, you know we're probably not going to see Mary Kate Nashley this weekend, folks. <laughs> well, you know it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny, and I I just on the you know I Full House was was great in the in the sense that and it was out of my wheelhouse, you know. I mean, I, I it was a cute show and everything, but my daughter. Uh, when she was growing up, absolutely loved it, and both of them did. And I have to thank you because it allowed me, uh, like a, at least a half an hour or so, to slip away <laughs> with my wife <laughs> while the and kids. There you go. About? Oh, it's oh, just downtime. <laughs> it was all. Come on now. This is a yeah. family Dave, show. You help. Thanks for producing <laughs> downtime, Dave. <laughs> no, they were they they were in. In fact, I actually we had to go to San Francisco one time and show them the houses that you supposedly lived in. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> they were that big. And of how fans. old are your daughters? Oh, uh, now they're twenty-one and nineteen. So it's, and see, my daughter is ten, Dave, and she's still a fan. When she found out we were interviewing you today, same thing. It was all about the Full House and Mary Kate Nash. There you so. are, Dave. Uh, well, we, uh, you know, we have been the babysitter for many generations now. Yes, <laughs> probably caused a lot more kids to come along, too. Hey, uh, but Dave's way more than that. I want to talk to you about some of the stuff you do in your free time, because I think it's pretty fascinating. Uh, first of all, Dave likes to fly airplanes. And you get, how did you get into that, man? My dad flew. When I was a little kid, he took me up for my first flight when I was about five years old, and I just got hooked. So then when I was uh, 17, I got my license, and I've been flying ever since. And, um, 
I just I just love it. It's just such a such a freedom to be able to hop in an airplane and and go somewhere. It's it really spoils you. <laughs> you know, after you you get to fly by yourself somewhere, uh, you get so darn spoiled when you have to hop on a commercial airliner. You know, so <laughs> I uh, I just love it. I just I just love flying. I'm really passionate about it. I'm I'm actually working now with the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. I just met with them at their their headquarters in uh, Frederick, Maryland, last week, and it looks like um, it looks like I'm going to be one of their ambassadors to um, you know to bring new people and young people into the fold of aviation. So, nice. so I, I love it. I, I, I just uh, I really love it a lot. That's amazing. And then also you alluded to it earlier, and I know uh, that you're a huge ice hockey fan, and also played like you played through high school. You're pretty good, weren't you? <laughs> I'm okay. I played with, being from Detroit, I played with a lot of great players. In fact, uh, at Notre Dame High School in Detroit, my defense partner was John Blum, who played for the Edmonton Oilers yeah, and the Boston Bruins. And, that's awesome. Um, he was a great player. So I, I got to play with a lot of really high-caliber great players back in the day. And, and I still skate. I skated this morning and, and uh, you know, got... Uh, Got a lot of stitches and broken teeth along the way, but it's fun. <laughs> now, when you were on um, Skating with the Stars and uh, you were paired up with Nancy Kerrigan, did you ever feel like you had to be her bodyguard? Were you worried about people coming in, <laughs> capping a knee or something? <laughs> what was going on there? Yeah. You know, she had a great sense of humor about all that, and, and, and we became friends. Um, you really – it's really – one of those things where I used to make fun of the figure skaters who'd go on after hockey practice and see yeah. them out there in their tights. <laughs> and I used to make fun of those guys, but it is so hard. That was one of the most physically demanding things. And, and Nancy was such a great sport because I didn't know how to figure skate. I can, I can skate on hockey skates, but figure skating is a completely different style of skating. And so, Nancy, I would have to throw her in the air, and and she would, and I would, I would get it wrong, and she'd end up sliding on her face, and, and she was so. Yeah, you don't want to piss her off funny. either. Yeah, yeah, I know. But she was so, she was so, so great about it, and so good natured. And I asked her, you know, about the the whole thing that happened, at, you know, at the, at the Olympics, and and uh, you know, she was very open about that, and just. You know, told me the whole story. It was it was really fascinating to hear it straight from her. Yeah, that sure. would be because uh, you know we're up here in the land of Tanya Harding. You know, so we got <laughs> we got that side of the story. It'd be a very this interesting to hear it from her side. Just you never get the whole truth from. Well, media no, but you know, anyway, it was in the so, news yeah. up here all the time because Tanya Harding is right down in Portland and uh, mm -hmm. you know Trailer Trashville and and hey now skating skating down there at Clackamas Town Center and stuff. So we heard all of that angle of it. We didn't hear a whole lot from Nancy's side. So that would have been very fascinating. Now, Dave, uh, I'm a huge fan of your voiceover work because I love radio and, I, and I'm fascinated with uh, cartoons and so forth. And the fact that you do all these impressions and you've done so many voices and uh, everything. I'm just curious, what are some of your, if you had to nail it down, what were some of your most uh, satisfying or favorite uh, voice roles that you've done? Well, there's been a lot of great ones. I've gotten to work with a lot of my heroes, Mel Blanc, when they brought the Jetsons back. I got to work with Mel and Dawes Butler, who did all the voices for all the Hanna-Barbera cartoons over the years. 
So, uh, so I got to work with a couple of my voiceover heroes. They were really amazing. You know, when you get to work with Bugs Bunny and mm-hmm. Yogi Bear and Huckleberry Hound and all these, you know, all these brilliant oh, wow. characters that were created by these people, it, um, you know, they, they were my heroes. And, and then I got to work with Jim Henson when we did The Muppet Baby. Nice. And we won, uh, we won four Emmy Awards for the best animated series with that show. And what was cool was Jim, in the very beginning of the series, would give notes. And he sounded like Kermit the Frog. His regular speaking voice was Kermit. So <laughs> you're sitting there, and, you know, he'd say stuff like, uh, you know, I think Fozzie would probably, uh, you know, run right here and, and just kind of, um, you know, fall down off the ladder. <laughs> and, and if you're listening to that, and you're like, wow, Kerm- Kermit the Frog has a beard. It's a beard. I'm taking so instructions pretty, from pretty a frog. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's not easy so, to Yeah, so, so I got to work with so many amazingly talented people over the years. And, and you know, those, um, those stories I just told you were just a couple of my favorite moments. But um, one of them that you mentioned earlier was um, I got to work with my good friend Dave Thomas doing the McKenzie Brothers animated series. And I did the... Um, I did the Bob character, and Dave did Doug, and uh, Rick Moranis, um, you know, was gracious enough to let me, you know, do a copycat of his voice. So basically, I got to sit, like, with Dave Thomas, eh, and just talk about drinking beer. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's so, it's so weird like because... I'm in heaven now. It's so me. weird because I, I was up in uh, Vancouver when that series hit, the animated series, and I watched, like, the first three or four episodes of it, and I had no clue that was you. None. <laughs> you did so good because at the end, at the end of the show, you know the credits are scrolling, and it, and it would always say, you know, uh, Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, and it just scroll along. And I just assumed they were both involved, and that they had brought this back, and they were doing the voices. And when I when I found out it was you, I I almost fell over because you nailed it. You had him down so good. I agree. Thanks. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was huge shoes to try and step into. Those characters are so iconic, and Rick is such a funny comedian, and I was a big SCTV fan, so, you know, and and Canadians revere those characters so much, and so I knew it was going to be running in Canada, and I just, you know, I wanted to do, you know, an exact replica of that voice so that people would, you know, either not know the difference or it would just pay homage to of Rick's brilliant work, and so, um, it, boy, that show was just uh, so irreverent and so funny and weird. I just and uh, and Dave Thomas is a real close friend of mine, and so it was a blast to work with with him. He's just brilliant. Yeah, that's awesome because Dave Thomas is uh, he's he's amazing, and a lot of people only know him from Bob and Doug or maybe SCTV, but he's done a lot of TV shows up in Canada, and uh, he's he's actually a very talented actor for sure. Hey, uh, Dave, I know we're running out of time. we gotta, we got to move on. I want to remind everybody once again, Dave Coulier will be at the Tacoma Comedy Club thir- this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, uh, 8 o'clock on Thursday, 8 and 10, both on Friday and Saturday. You can check Dave Coulier out at www.davecoulier.tv. We'll have the link on our website, and you can tweet him at, at Dave Coulier. It's, it's, it's very cool, to, and it's been an honor to talk to you. Uh, have you ever been to Tacoma, Dave? I, uh, I've been to the Seattle area up around there, but I don't think I've actually been to, you know, 
Tacoma proper. Okay, well, well, you're uh, in for it. You now, are now. in for a major treat, brother. Snowing <laughs> 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 uh, and yeah, no, we've had lots. It's crappy weather, which as always, but we've had snow for like three out of four days this week and but it's gonna sunshine when dave comes i'm telling you he's gonna bring it with him um hey dave thank you so much for spending a few moments with us it's it's been fun to chat with you and uh it's really great what you're doing and we're everybody we're all looking forward aren't we to go see dave thursday night i'll be there thursday night as well so great great uh, i'll look forward to meeting you guys in person and uh i can't wait to get up there i mean i've got all these new things that i've written and I guess we'll see if they're funny or not. Uh, if any, if your if your if your videos are, are any indication, uh, we were just laughing our asses off just watching the videos. So we're excited, Dave. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Dave. Uh, everybody, Dave Coulier. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Guaranteed to blow your head apart. Rest assured, you'll get your money's worth. Really show, it happened out at the Yachty Show. It's a dynamo, Yachty Show. It's rock and roll. Everybody, it's that time again uh, here on the big program where we talk about local bands, local venues, and uh, local comedians and arts and stuff, you know, things that you can go and do and see this week. And there's a lot going on, and we like to peruse through all of the stuff and give you what we recommend because we think you trust us and we know that's a big joke. Absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you do or not. It doesn't we're matter. Tell you anyway. Yeah, we're going to tell you away. And you could come away conceivably with 15 options. In theory. In theory. Conceivably. Yeah. But uh, pregnant and you, with options. Yes. So I'll start this week, you know, cuz usually right. I usually I throw it off over to you guys and uh, yep. but and I'm the bell hog. But not are. this week. I'm going to let it go over there. So <laughs> starting off on a Thursday, and it's also Friday and Saturday. Dave Coulier, man, Tacoma Comedy Club. Got to go 8 o'clock on Thursday, 8 and 10 on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Thursday, the tickets, I believe, are 15 Friday and Saturday, uh, 20 bucks. Well worth it. Cool cat. It's going to be fun. Friday at the Central Ave Pub in Kent. I think this is very cool. Girls Rock Night. Ooh. It's all female-fronted or female bands with uh, stripped Reckless Freaks, The Petting Zoo, a couple of other bands, 5 bucks, 21 and up. That Damn. should be a fun time. Saturday, big show here in T-Town at Louis G's. Boxy Vallejo, Big Wheel Stunt Show and Hopeless Jack and the Handsome Devils. 8 o'clock, all ages. Got to be there. We'll all be there. Uh, but if you're up in the Seattle area, you can't come down. Chaos Palooza's going down at the Fun House in Seattle. Check this out. Moral Crux. Blood clots, toe tag, no, <laughs> no red flags, potty mouse society, poor sport, uh, loaded levelers, and it's their CD release party, the loaded levelers, um, and a bunch more. That sounds like a police blotter. It's crazy. <laughs> six starts at six, ten bucks. That's it for all those bands. And nice. then my last one, uh, Portland bands coming to Seattle. Uh, if you're up there, give them some love and some some support because they're very very good. The Idealist and Old Devils at the Alki Tavern. 
And uh, that is uh, from eight, 8 to 11. Those are my recommends. Vox, what you got? Let's see here. I've got uh, Monday, Death by Stars and NWCZ's own Darren Selector at Magoo's Annex in Tacoma. Nice. Right down the road. <laughs> Thursday, March 22nd, Gina Bellavo, the Mandolin Cafe. She's always amazing. Uh, Friday at Luigi's is the Crying Spell, Roswell, Moon Juice, and Telemetry. I think I said that right. Sounds I hope good. I said it right. Crying Spell's coming back to Luigi's, huh? Yeah. Nice. Um, mm. Saturday, if, if you're up in the Seattle area, stop by the Hard Rock Cafe. Say hi to my friend Kim Archer and Mojo Overload. Nice. Last but not least, of course... If you're here in this area, you got to go to Luigi's. We got Voxy Vallejo. We got Hopeless Jack and the Handsome Devil out of Portland. We got the Big Wheel Stunt Show. And we've got Flair Entertainment doing some fire dancing. And uh, it's going to be a rocking good time. All ages. Thank you. Yes, that gets a All point. ages, $7, starts at 8 o'clock. Nice. Gimmer, what's up on your end? All right, Monday. I'm, I'm doubling up on the Magoos right there with uh, our own DJ Darren Selector. Death by Stars and uh, guest DJ Pocket Square and drink Didn't specials. Ask if you guys knew. <laughs> I didn't know. I, like it was so, I don't know. That's just out of the volcano. So we don't know how you know valid that is. <laughs> Tuesday night uh, down at the New Frontier Lounge, we've got Makeup Monsters, Learning Team, and Neighbors, and that's nine o'clock. I'm not sure if it's free. It's either free or five bucks. So it's probably free. <laughs> Bring five bucks if, if you don't have to use it to get in. You use it to buy a beer. Yeah, don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> Wednesday night down at the Harmon Tap Room is open mic night with the fantastic Kim Archer from seven to nine p.m. And there's nice. no cover on that. So Kim Kim usually you know kicks it off and yep. and then uh, I mean she's a, such a phenomenal performer. Yeah, who would and we, cool chick really? Uh, she gathers. If I'm going to the open mic to perform down there. I don't. I do not want to follow Kim Archer. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if she's still doing it, but I know in the beginning when they started, at least that well, uh, it was if in the volcano. Out, so no, 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 no. I meant, I meant a special she was doing with it, where if you came and did three songs, she'd buy you a beer. Really? Mm-hmm. Talk well, about no cover. All yeah. right. That come, that's even better. You're actually in the plus side. <laughs> so Thursday night down at Hills Kitchen. It's three dollar Thursday. Three dollar beers. $3 wells, $3 tacos, or no, hot dogs, and $3 at the door. Show at 9.30 is Alex's Hand, Trashfecta. Hey, we had Alex's Hand. We had them yep. on our program. Yes, why well, I picked it. Opposing nice. Force and Cyanite. So anyways, that's Thursday night. Then I got Saturday, the Big Wheel, Voxy, Bonanza down at Luigi's. Yeah, everybody. T-shirt's going to be there. Everybody, everybody get down everybody there. that's cool is going to be that's there. That's going to be a good show. All right, hey, those are our recommends. We'll see you out in the venues. Check out the local bands, local comedians, and the local clubs. We support them. So should you. Hey, everybody. Uh, our favorite comedian. Uh, she's just a dear sweetheart and just... She's been on our show several times. She might hold the record for the Ooh, most frequent the guests. The belt. Yeah, I think she has the championship prize. We have to fashion you a belt. She has a... Make out like a little certificate for her or something. Right, I'm talking, about, <laughs> I'm talking about Alicia <laughs> Wood, and she has a brand new CD out. In fact, we're going to talk about it. She has a couple of shows coming up that are huge CD release parties. It's titled Princess, and we're going to talk to her in a moment, but we need to play a track off of this first. Let's do it. Uh, let's, uh, let's get rolling. This is... Her track off of her brand new CD, Princess, it's titled Breakups.
wake up a while ago, and uh, and that sucked, obviously. Um, I'm not going to be condescending and tell you guys why breakups suck, but what I will tell you is what's good about them. Uh, what's good about breakups is that you learn a lot about yourself. You know, like uh, I learned, for example, that um, I am crazy, <laughs> which was helpful to know going forward. Didn't know that before the breakup. I also learned that I cannot drink and text. <laughs> this is super important. Like, don't drink and text. Because what happened with me was I was in the breakup at about, I would say, the three-week mark or so, where you're like, oh, this might be permanent, uh, but if I play my cards right, maybe I can still get them back. Until I made the mistake of going to my guy friends, which you should never do during a breakup. Because even if they have the best of intentions, they don't know what to do with you. Literally not equipped. Because all you want to do as a woman is drink and cry and talk 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 and guys are like, oh my God, what will make you happy? Do you want to see boobs? That makes me feel good when I feel like that because if you want to go to a strip club, we can hook it up. So what my guy friends did was uh, they took me out and um, they got me shit-faced. And I mean shit-faced. Let me clarify. I drink every single night. And I don't think I had been that drunk since I was 14. <laughs> And I think their logic, you know, bless their hearts, was like, if we get her drunk enough, she won't be able to form words. <laughs> and they were correct. But I could text. I don't know what it is, but I have some sort of God-given gift where it does not matter how blackout drunk I am. I can't walk, I can't talk, but I can bang out a fuck you to my ex-boyfriend at three o'clock in the morning, no problem. I woke up the next morning and I looked at my phone after being blackout drunk, and I had a running chat log of all the things that I had said the night before, and it was mortifying because I was clearly just drunk and trying to get attention from my ex. I could not believe the things that I had written. Like, I, I, I know it was me because there's a video, but like, I, you know. But I couldn't believe it, I did it. The things that I had written, I don't know that girl. It was like, I'll never love again. Look what you've done to me. I've got AIDS, you know, AIDS. Oh my God, I told him I have AIDS. <laughs> really, Alicia? That's classy. AIDS. How about a soft pitch first? Like, hey, I might be pregnant. <laughs> nope, AIDS. <laughs> Somehow in my sick, wet brain, 
that was going to get him back. <laughs> it's going to be fine, honey. Come on home. Let's try this again. I've got AIDS. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, no. What if drunk me knows something that sober me does not know? I'm going to have to talk to drunk me. I'll send her a text because apparently she loves those. I also learned that women should never take advice from men during a breakup even if they have the best of intentions. My friend Tom always hated my ex, hated him. No real good reason why that I could determine. Like one day I tried to back into a corner. I was like, why don't you like him? And he was like, I don't know, he's just fucking weird. I don't know, he just doesn't like, I don't know. He just doesn't know anything about cars, fuck him. <laughs> Tom, you don't know anything about cars. I know more than you do. It was weird. So when we broke up, I was crushed. And Tom was like, you know what? I never liked that guy. Fuck that guy. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to get back at him, and you are going to get back at him good. Look at me. Listen to me. This is what you're going to do. Are you listening? All right. You're going to fuck his best friend and send him the tape. I know. And I was like, all right, you know what, Tom? I don't know what kind of a girl you think I am, but I am not fucking his, but that is not, who do you, seriously, I know I have shitty days, but that is not, no, absolutely not. And he goes, okay, all right, all right, all right. Take it down a notch. Send me the tape. All right, that is why we love her, Alicia Wood, brand new CD, Princess. You know my favorite, one of my favorite parts on that. I mean, she's drop dead funny, like she's just hilarious. But when she, at the at the beginning, when she says, hey, "I realized I'm crazy," there was somebody in the audience that goes, "Oh." <laughs> That's my favorite part is listening to the audience. Like, that's why the hidden track is my favorite because the audience is so hilarious in it. And you can hear, so, if you turn it up really loud, you can just hear so many things happening. You know? Yeah, welcome. Sorry, I haven't been Alicia, yet, welcome. Sorry. Welcome to the show. Welcome. It's my ADD popping in. Hey, everybody, I have something that needs to be heard now. <laughs> so the bread, the CD is finally out. You know, it's fan it looks stunningly good. It's fantastic. Thank and, you. Um, there is a hidden track on this, right? There is, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I'll just tell you guys the secret, although I'm not supposed to. Whatever. Right. Um, I don't. Who listens tracks, to us anyway? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. But the, the hidden tracks. I mean, I don't know how hidden hidden tracks are supposed to be these days, no. really, right? Like you expect a hidden track. Kinda, I, I'm don't hoping you? for them. Right? Yeah. If it wasn't going to be a bonus, then I wanted to be a hidden. But anyways, the Godmother joke. I get partway into it, and in the audience, a woman coughs. And if you turn it up, you can hear the woman coughing, right? Like right. so. Just so you know, I'm not making it up. But that was what threw me. Was a woman coughed. It was that simple and just had an ADD related brain seizure and no more data in my brain whatsoever <laughs> like and I tell that joke every night and for whatever reason I just could not get back to the punchlines and so it's the seven minute journey we all go on to get from the beginning of the joke to the end of the joke and it's just it's <laughs> hilariously unprofessional and like awful but you can hear the audience going like no this is what you were talking about and you know, like, <laughs> they're helping you yeah like it's a five minute mark they're like it'll be better on the late show you know like so it's hilarious 
<laughs> Can I have five bucks back from this? I didn't get that joke. Can yeah. we get a coupon? <laughs> and it's only on the physical copies. So either you can only get them on uh, Amazon or through my website or mm-hmm. from me after a show. Yeah, how much, um, are, how much are we charging for this? Personally, I'm selling them for 15 yes. and then, um, But you can get them online for anywhere from 9 to 13 okay. depending on whether you want just the MP3 or whether well, you let's, want let's talk about handling. Let's talk about where and you... At, and at the release party, I'll be selling them for 10 That's what Boom. I was going to get to. Discounted. The release parties, that's what we're here about. And uh, you got to act quick. You got to jump on this because tomorrow, which is Monday, Stonegate, 56 in South Tacoma Way at 7.30. Doors are at 7. Uh, 15 bucks to get in the door. 25 if you want the VIP treatment. And it is a CD release party here in the South Sound. And then on Tuesday, the 20th, uh, Alicia will be at the Jewel Box Theater, which is a fantastic theater in downtown cool. Seattle. Same same rules apply. Seven thirty, seven as uh, the doors. Fifteen to get you in. Twenty five VIP. What what are we getting with the VIP treatment? Not that much. Uh, <laughs> you're really you're uh, vaguely important people. Okay? There you go. I love it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Say your VIP. Mm. No, I you get a little more, button. Um, just trying to find something to call it. You know right. what I mean? Like one is a ticket to the show. The other one is a ticket to the show and the discounted CD. And there might be some surprises. I don't know. I don't want anybody to look a gift horse in the mouth. But um. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I don't, I don't know what's happening, really, to be honest with you, because I didn't plan it. I hired somebody. That's so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Vaguely important. Yeah. I like that. That's I will awesome. be involved, but I have not been yet. Yeah, but hey, yeah. it's it's fantastic <laughs> that I think it's so cool that you're doing uh, a CD release here in the South Sound. I, that's what I wanted to add it in, yeah. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And it's at Stonegate, which is a fantastic venue. If you haven't been there for uh, in a while, that's the place to go. It's 56 in South Tacoma Way. And then, of course, Jewel Box, I think that's one of the first places I saw you perform. Yeah, that's one was, of my favorite oh, Seattle venues. It's true. Like yeah. romantic quasi moment. Yeah, it was. There. It was fantastic. <laughs> was it Jewel Box? I almost want to say it was somewhere else, but... You might, be right. um, you might be right. You might be right. It was well. it was a show you did with Whitman and um, a f- couple of other people. Lot Pilcher. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was Jewel that, Box then. Yep, yeah, that was Jewel Box. And well, I there we go. Well, and this time I've got a whole new crew of people. That's what I try to do. Is if people do want to come see me uh, more than once, uh, <laughs> I always am trying to write new things, and yes. then I always try and bring a whole bunch of new people so that you know there's some diversity to show. the show. Yeah. So if I haven't written new jokes, I'm like, well, you haven't seen these people. So. Uh, <laughs> that's but cute. I love seeing Alicia. I've seen Alicia's uh, stand-up routine several times uh, at the Rent IKEA Center, at the uh, Swiss, um, Jewel, all over. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if I've heard it before or not. And I even know what's coming, but she's so funny live because she the does delivery. these facial expressions and just, you know, the way she moves on stage and the delivery. It's fan. It's flipping like fantastic. You're, you're so funny and we're just in love with you. That's, Thank that's, you. We, we think you're awesome. Now, <laughs> tell us about the process because it's been, it's been a uh, it's been a road. You know, it has to put well, this together, the CD. Let's see. Well, I won Princess. that contest, and then you guys called and were like, "We heard you won a contest." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "All right." And so I remember calling you from the bathroom of a casino I in remember, Vegas. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Literally in the bathroom, everybody's walking at me, looking at me, really asshole, really. That like was and, you know, because so awesome. I'm not just talking on the phone. I'm like, "Yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna be in Seattle." Blah, you know, like totally over the top radio, whatever. And um, <laughs> so anyways, um. Uh, that got the attention of Stand Up Records, and then uh, we started 
chit-chatting and you know kind of like you know how you date you know sort of like we're not gonna just jump into this we're not just gonna hump you know <laughs> <laughs> without alcohol and um and so uh yeah so then uh, we start talking about it and then i got the contract had to run it by you know all the different people to make sure, sure that it was good and it was good it's one of the best contracts that are out there without nice. giving away details it's very artist friendly wow. and um and then uh had to sign the contract and that was when i was here and i didn't have a fax machine and i didn't have any way to print it and <laughs> right. uh and i was just going go go at that point so yeah i had to borrow your guys's fax machine so i could print it and that's what daryl's here for that's, yeah. yeah that's my job yeah. in life so yeah, yeah that's why i always say only 90 cents here 90 cents a sheet no big deal yeah. <laughs> you know? well kinko's is a dollar 10 i try to you know hey. just try to be fair local guys but uh so from the from that time of signing it inking the deal going through all that to mm-hmm. actually to getting into uh the recording process and um it sounds like these were all done at, at a at a live club right in, that, in minneapolis at the joke joint which is a great uh very pro comic because you know some are pro audience right. <laughs> you know what i mean like right. very pro comic club where like you know they're pretty good about backing you up and stuff like that and they get taking risks they get pushing mm-hmm. it they get all that stuff so you know just because you might get yelled that but you're not going to get fired right you know what i mean like so is this over like a like did you do three nights in a row or how how? we what we did was um well i guess to to back it all the way up we uh i flew to minneapolis met with the producer he watched the show that um was what i proposed and then uh i i what i basically did was as much of my material as possible so some of the audiences got less good shows but um (laughs) you know so he could see what i had in the arsenal and then we sat down and talked about like what kind of album should this be should this be like greatest hits should this be a snapshot of where i am right now and what we decided was that this was going to be alicia 101 this is kind of what you need to know to move forward with all my other jokes right you know so instead of doing every joke about my dad here's one or two about my dad just so you get who the character is and then in the next one which i always say character and i don't know why i do that yeah. because they're real people they're but, real people you know, and it's my dad my yeah i mean there's some liberties taken but and so um <laughs> you know like anyways all right so anyway uh, so that was what we decided this was going to be alicia 101 which i think would have maybe been a better title okay no so, no, no, no all right no, so, no princess no. is fantastic and the cover is is amazing it's It'll awesome go along with the championship belt that we're going to be fashioning you right was that was that looks like of, that was maybe a uh, big, oh my brain's not working the it's NWCC one of those uh, logo. With the, the key yeah. chastity belt is that what i'm thinking of <laughs> look like that was a chest because right. your stomach is up here i don't know if you know that uh, okay. Yeah, because you were doing this. Well, I got a little bit of a hang down. So I- <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Just a little bit. <laughs> what kind of belt you got over there? None. <laughs> Nil. Sling belt. Um, 12 tracks on here plus the hidden track. Yeah. And so it's kind of Alicia 101. And I'm telling you, uh, I know I've, I've heard all of these. These are hilarious. The Dysfunctional Family, the uh, Extreme Makeover. Uh, the princess and all the dear Mrs. Sister. The, these are hilarious tracks, and you need to get a hold of this CD. And so you can get it on uh, iTunes. Is that what yeah, said? you can get it on iTunes. It's cheaper on Amazon. Go to Amazon. And, uh, I have no idea what the perspe- percentage split yeah. is on that. By you the just way, like yourself I could be completely ruining my profits. Yeah. I have no idea. But <laughs> cents each. Come on. I would. I would appreciate knowing. And uh, <laughs> I, I know that my people that like me would certainly Google it and figure out how to get it cheapest. So right. uh, I'll just tell you. It's cheaper on Amazon by one dollar. All you Woodstockers, there you so, go. Yeah, uh, are, is, I, I assume that there's a distribution deal. This is going to be available in some stores. And it stuff is, too? but I don't know the details. Okay, yeah, that's the unfortunate. Look out, we Walmart. Got that contract. We haven't faxed that contract over yet. No, they <laughs> the don't. Details. They they did have it in there, but they're also they also negotiate their own things that are happening uh-huh. that I have nothing to do with anything. You know, like I got a sweatshirt and a jacket. That's like you need you know, to worry about that anyways. Yeah, right. that's what I was worried about. Was I want a women's jacket? 
you know, and that didn't happen. So um, <laughs> then the jacket is awesome. Like it's it's this huge patch on the back. Whoops, hello, uh, object. Anyways, there's this huge uh, patch on the back that has the logo, which of course you guys know is by uh, the same artist that did the Obama Hope. Yeah, it's very thing. cool. Stand up records. <laughs> yeah, and then um, it has a patch on the front, and then the little logos, and then. It has my name embroidered that says wood. And mm. it's awesome, but it's a dude's jacket. So when I wear it, I <laughs> look like I'm attracting ladies, everybody. <laughs> it does not look like I would like to talk to dudes. You're not going to wear that in Seattle? <laughs> so I don't saying? think I'm going to wear it, but I love it. It's great. I might like frame it or something. Wear I don't it around know, the house. Know, like, Big shadow box. Yeah, yeah, I have worn it around the house. Though. There you yeah, go. There absolutely. You go. Put it uh, right above the bar. Yeah. But <laughs> you guys know I'm trying to be a lady now so oh. like, yeah the Dickies work changed? jacket is Wait not working with the new game plan that's not you know? happening yeah it doesn't quite work with heels it just doesn't look right well tell us about the uh, the two shows coming up uh you have monday night at the stonegate and then tuesday night at the jewel box theater what what are we going to see i'm going to be there on monday night and i'm looking forward to it what well, those of us who show up what what's happening so it's basically a comedy show uh except for the first time we're going to be able to sell and do all that stuff with mm-hmm. the cds uh you're going to get to see us trying to figure out how to work the credit card machine so it'll probably break <laughs> there should be huge cluster fucks left right yeah. and center right. but it's all part of the joy process of me learning so bring cash <laughs> yeah. as a backup just yeah. in case and then we also have um i've got uh three other people with me eric lincoln hurst is going to host who's awesome uh opens for me a lot on the road also uh jen and seaman do we I, jen right i have to say jen seaman i always want to call her jenin jenin right jenin seaman yeah. uh, <laughs> that jen sounds like a rough seaman. night <laughs> doesn't it right wait a minute she's so adorable <laughs> for how, how vulgar her name no is. No kidding. You know what I mean? Like she's just like, hello, everybody. I'm super cute. But yeah, I had to bring in someone that was adorable to offset me. So we've got Jen is going to be there. And then uh, we also have someone that I met in Buffalo, New York uh, when I was working at... Uh, the Comedy Club, that's the name. That's the actual uh, name comedy of the club? Comedy Club. The, the Comedy Club is called The Comedy Club. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's they not They went like to a, a lot of work on that. A1 right. Comedy Club. Right. Yeah. It's like um, First listing in the phone booth. A1. And uh, so uh, there I met a young open micer named Nigel Larson, who uh, you have to understand this club, Upstate New York. You guys are all familiar with Upstate New York. Sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Go there yeah. all the time. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I kayak up to there. Oh, do you kayak up there? <laughs> wow. I'd like to see that river. Well, That's yeah. amazing. Um, but yeah, no, uh, they have a, it's one of those things where they have a, a comedy club and it's, there's two different things happening in the same club. In one part of it, there's the comedy club. In the other part, it's like a bar where the girls are all wearing Daisy Dukes and the low cut shirts and mm, like a Hooters doing shots. type thing. Yeah, and they have a mechanical bull. And, uh, the, really? Yeah, and the general manager of the comedy club likes to get drunk and make the open micers ride the mechanical bull yeah, for stage nice. time. Oh yeah, and I was like, that is the most abusive thing I have ever heard of in my entire life. And the guys, and he loves to just give it to him too. He just gets shit faced and he sits back and he just laughs and laughs and he's like, let's see what they can do with this, you know, and like just goes batshit. And um, so that was where I met Nigel Larson, who's with us here today, who will be there. And uh, the best part about that whole thing was that I was like, I can't believe you make them do that. And he goes, you know what? No one's ever said no. <laughs> Nigel's in the studio with us. Nigel, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. It's so are, are you from Buffalo? Uh, it's actually Rochester, New York. Rochester. Rochester. flip flop them in my yeah, head. They're, uh, but they're pretty close to How'd you thing. do on the bull, man? I uh, Not well. He didn't, <laughs> he, he didn't set it to one. He set it all the way to the highest. Are there setting. a lot of urban cowboys out there in Rochester? The uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of farm farmland right outside of the city. Like even in my suburb of Fairport, I grew up 
pretty much right next to a farm. All right. So uh, is this your first time out to the Seattle-Tacoma area? Well, I actually live in Tacoma. I've lived here for about a year and a half. Oh, well, there you go. Welcome hey, back home, brother. <laughs> so did you go to school here? What, 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 tell us about that. Uh, well, what happened was I was living in Rochester, and uh, I ended up uh, moving out here to help take care of my grandparents. Oh, who've been living You're such a sweet boy. Wow. Oh, my God. Pinch his cheek, would I'm you? i love. <laughs> you know? And it was just a coincidence that uh, Alicia was headlining my home club maybe a month before I moved. And so we hung out for the whole weekend, and she gave me some pointers about coming out here. And then I drove out here, and I've been here ever since. You drove? Yeah. Wow, that's that's a nice drive, That's a a long drive. Ask him where that car is now. (laughs) (laughs) Totaled (laughs) as of this Friday. Oh, that's not good. What happened? Uh, I was doing a temp job in Bellevue, and I was driving on the 167 South. That'll do it every time. And on on the way to the uh, Olympia to... uh, not the Olympia, the city yes, of Olympia. The city of Olympia. <laughs> the <laughs> capital. <laughs> the Olympia. Yeah, yeah. The capital. That, we live that, in whatever the Whatever that place is. He's from Tacoma. And, <laughs> and uh, just slid on some rainwater and destroyed my car. Wow. <laughs> but you're okay. I'm fine. Yeah, no, you're going to be rocking it tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. If awesome. I can get a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Pierce Transit, man. They roll by every half hour. But this is what I love about comics. No car. and I, and, and uh, But that's because he was on his way to do a job. And I'm sure in your head you were like, this is the Lord telling me to quit working. Yep. <laughs> this is the Lord telling me to go full time. Yeah. The Lord saying something big's gonna happen to you, man. So, how, <laughs> so how would you how would you describe uh, your comedy? I, I know that's you know we we talked to Dave Coulier earlier, and he does uh, a lot of observation type, and Alicia same kind of vein where she talks a lot about her family and th- things that have happened to her. What, what's your style? What, what are you talking about? What, what's your style of comedy? I would say I'm very autobiographical. Like mm-hmm. I uh, I talk about my family a lot, uh, mostly. A lot of my act is about taking care of my grandparents because they're so incredibly old. They're mid nineties. <laughs> just oh, that awesome. is old. So, yeah. so you get up and basically make fun of your grandparents. Well, I don't make fun of them. Take I just... back that pinch on the cheek. That I was <laughs> Sweet That's so boy. Cool. <laughs> no, he's, he's deceptively adorable. Is yes, what I would that's say. What I'm seeing. <laughs> that's got to be a challenge, though, right? I mean, a lot of times we, f- you know, we find comedy in in odd places mm-hmm. because uh, and some comedians even pull it out of tragedy and stuff. Because it's something we can all relate to. So old people, uh, and so yeah. So with yours, it's, it's old people. Old people. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, do your thing tomorrow. I know Alicia always brings the best. I mean, so I, I have high hopes that you're going to knock it out of the park, man. Me too. Because every every t- every time I've every time I've seen Alicia, whoever she's had uh, invited along with her. Has always been phenomenal. So that's so no pressure at all now. Yeah, yeah. great. Well, the thing is, is some people, uh, some people have the theory that you want everybody that's in front of you to be really bad, so that they that way you look really good. But I, that is not the way to put <laughs> you the show fill together. The seats. Yeah, well, you want to fill the seats, but you also <laughs> want to build trust with your yeah. audience. <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah. And so, but I always make sure that people are ready when they do it. You know, like they're so happy. Like, they've been giggling and laughing yeah. and drinking. Well, I was talking about the comics, so no. But. Uh, <laughs> <What> I- <laughs> I was tracking with you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I try to make sure that the comics are ready, you know, that they're not like too green, you know, or whatever. So, yeah. Right, a lot yeah. of dead spots or anything. Just Mm-mm. they're knocking it out. Yeah. Uh so the 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 CD we're talking about is titled Princess. It's Alicia Wood. It's her it's her debut. 
Yeah, but and the reviewers are having a field day with the princess thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the reviews are like, and that's when the crystal ball is smashed, oh. you know, like, uh, or the magic mirror is smashed. But people are loving this, though. I've read, I've read several reviews of it, and uh, you're getting great reviews on that. So congratulations! Thank on you. That. Yeah, for the most part, they've been pretty kind. It's funny though because it doesn't matter if they actually write something negative or not. You actually, your first thing is you go straight to anything that's remotely negative, even if right. it's not negative, and you digest it as being negative the first time you read it. Like, it killed me. Yeah, like one of them was like, uh, uh, was one of the reviews was really astute, and I remember it said something like, you know, this happened and then that happened, this was great and this was really clever, and then after some uh, relatively unremarkable ADD jokes, and I was like, I'll give you that, all right, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't even be mad. I was like, yeah, those those jokes, those the ADD jokes, they don't twinkle and sparkle, you know what I mean? Like, but the thing is, is that people relate to them so much that I was like, I can't not put them on the CD. Right. Oh no, that's definitely you know? part of who you are. Yeah, for yeah, sure. You know, but these are also like high powered critics. These are not, you know, like people that are just like reading it. And going this is what I think you know these are people that either have stand-up experience or right. in comedy industry experience or whatever so yeah. yeah it's not just it's not Joe Schmo writing you exactly know. yeah these dudes know what they're talking about right and that's awesome and and everybody you need to go Monday Stonegate's at 56 in South Tacoma way 730 is showtime and 15 bucks to get you in $25 is the VIP Tuesday, the 20th, uh, that is at the Jewel Box Theater in downtown Seattle. Same rules apply. 15 bucks gets you in, 25 on the uh, old VIP package. 7.30 showtime. Now, uh, before we let you go, <clears throat> I want to thank you, for obviously, for coming in. It's always a pleasure to have you, and, and it's beautiful and wonderful to see you. You're knocking out of the park while you're here, though, because you're also going to go on to KISS 106. Yep, that's tomorrow. And New Day Northwest King 5. Tuesday. Bam. So, look. 11 a.m. We got it. We got to- <laughs> uh, airs at 11 a.m. But if you want to be in the yes. live studio they all get audience, sloppy I seconds. think it's 9:15. I think Ooh. if you'd like to be in the live studio audience, everybody. But isn't that cool? Like, yeah, we're part of that uh, that little tour. There, we're kicking it off, man. I love it. <laughs> we're kicking it yeah, off. Yeah. So I feel I I always feel warm and fuzzy. Well, if it wasn't for your fax and your printer, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Literally, could not have done it without you guys. You know. Otherwise, so. you're really not that big of a Thank deal. God for Epson. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Epson all in right. the phone line. Hallelujah. <laughs> all right, the new the new CD. Check it out, Princess by Alicia Wood. You got to yes. get a, get yourself a copy of it. Go to the Stone Gate on Monday and Jewel Box Theater on Tuesday and listen to Kiss 106 and watch New Day uh, Northwest on King 5 on Tuesday. Alicia yeah, that's Wood. that's the thing too. I wouldn't take chances with tickets at the, uh, at the, the door. Bar. Yeah, no. Get them know? in advance. Where can they get them in advance? Is- uh, lastup.com is where they are. If they go to my website, it's all linked up. Okay. You know what I mean? It'll be, and we'll have it linked up on our website yeah. too. So uh, thank you, Alicia, so much for thank coming Thank you in. guys, for looking, real. Looking forward to tomorrow night and uh, congrats on the CD. Thank you so much, you guys. That's exciting. Waka waka. <laughs> so there you go alicia wood everybody and She's dave cool yay that's a that is an entire week oh yeah basically of great comedy awesome comedy here in the northwest all brought to you uh hipped to you by that's NWCC right. radio and that's the northwest right. conversion zone show we're skiing you where else it. you gonna get that no, right well, here dude i don't know probably on some other station too. some papers um, and some tv show or something May- TV show. I don't know. <laughs> some, but some local we got it first. We got it first, baby. <laughs> so we feel pretty special about that. Uh, hey, in the in between there, you heard Stranded by Guns of Nevada. They're going to be in here next week yeah. on our show. They have a brand new CD out. We're excited about that. And uh, all through our programming today, at the top of the hour and the bottom of the hour, you're going to hear a group called the Load Levelers. 
and they have a big CD release party coming up on Saturday at the Fun House, and uh, Splatterhouse Records is the label they're on, and we're really hip to those guys. So we love the Fun House too, man. They absolutely, we're trying away. to save it, save trying to fun save house. the Fun House. So hey, that's it for part one. Join us. We'll be back next hour with uh, Matt Driscoll, Greg Roth from Seattle Music Insider. This is Three Two One Flu by the Load Lovelers. See you in a moment. <laughs>